Welcome to the Inspiring Educators Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our Inspiring Educators. Inspiring Educators, introduce yourselves. Hey, everybody. It's Lila, the Educator Motivator, coming to you from L.A. On my Twitter handle being at Miss Lila Noor at M-S-L-A-I-L-A-N-U-R. This week, I am grateful for uh, opportunities. I feel like there's been a lot of um, opportunities for people of color recently. I've noticed a lot of um, opportunities for myself as well that have come up career-wise, personally, that are just opportunities for growth um, and really being able to be put in a position to move up the ladder. So climb, lifting while we climb. And I, I see that continuously happening within our community. So I'm really grateful for the opportunities that have been uh, that I've been seeing, not just for myself, but for other people around me. Okay, Pasa, good people. Coach Jay here, Jadrian Grimes, coming to you live and direct from the ATL Atlanta, Georgia. Um, hit me up on Twitter at Jadrian Grimes. That's at J A D R I E N D R I M E S. Uh, what I'm grateful for this week. I'm grateful that it's, it's high school football playoff time uh, right here in Georgia. Um, people that know me know um, that I absolutely love the sport of football. I'm a football fanatic. Some of the best football in the country, um, in the nation, is played right here in Georgia. So just good luck to all the players and coaches um, and their team that are embarking on their championship run. So I'm excited to see some great football in this playoff season. Bonjour. This is Dr. Christopher Childs coming to you live from the FLA, the Florida. My social media handle is at DRK Childs. This week, I am grateful for the amazing educators I have been meeting around the country who are doing great work each and every day in the classroom. I'm grateful and thankful for what you do every single day as an educator. Absolutely. This week, we have a really hot topic, a really hot topic, disrespecting educators. If you're tired of dealing with negative student behaviors day in and day out, you're not alone. In fact, you're firmly in the center of the average educator's experience. Still managing difficult student behaviors eventually sucks the energy from most educators, no matter how talented or experienced, which leads us to the story which inspired this podcast. Recently in the news, there was a teacher in South, Southeast Los Angeles, California, who came to blows with a student, and it was all caught on video. The footage shows a music teacher, Marston Riley, 64 years old, standing face-to-face -face with a 14-year-old boy. When the 14-year-old boy verbally abused the teacher nonstop and all the teacher was asking the student to do was leave, eventually... The teacher, it seems from the video, snapped and they began exchanging punches. And Mr. Riley was arrested. He was arrested for assault and charges of child abuse. The student was actually taken to the hospital after this incident. Now, on this show, we really want to think about just what is it like as a teacher being disrespected? How do we think the teacher should have handled it? What about the student? And just the education, what's going on now, what teachers are dealing with is 
unreal at times. But let's first talk about this and Mr. Riley. What what do you all think about Mr. Riley and the situation? Man, that's hard. I I've been there. I haven't been there to that extent to which he was being disrespected. Not to say that I never will, but I feel like I kind of put myself in a position that, you know, you might disrespect me a little bit, but we ain't gonna go too far. But I I mean, I couldn't imagine being disrespected at the level that he experienced that. that I mean, that was heavy to be called that many names, to be threatened, just nonstop. And for you to feel like you just got to stand there and take it. I mean, granted, you should you should never come to that point, especially with him being a minor, because now, look, you, you know, you got charges against you. But, man, I, I don't I don't know. I would I would I would pray to God that I actually have the patience that if I was to ever be facing with such a situation that I would know how to handle it in a, in a better way. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's 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 tough. I mean, I I, I totally agree with everything you said. Um, educators are expected to be uh, Superman and Superwoman every single day, right? Um, just so much stuff they have to deal with on a daily basis, and then to see a story like this and to watch that video, what he showed is Mr. Riley, right? Mr. Riley, yes, that's, yeah. He's he was human, like he was pushed to a point. Obviously, it was his breaking point. He walked off. He tried to defuse it, it seems. He stood there calmly for a while. But just as a person, I mean, how, how much can you take? Now, what he did was wrong in my eyes, yes, in the position that he's in. But he showed that he was human. I mean, it's innately in you that if someone's going to drive you to a point. I mean, you saw how close he was in his space. Like he was in his bubble. Like, how can you expect someone to just? But the thing is, you're an educator and you can't. But at do some that. point, when you start to feel threatened, like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a female. So if I got, whether he be 16, 17, 8 years old, 18 years old, he's still a male. He's got male strength. Like, I, what, what, if, what do I do if I really and truly feel threatened? But in this particular instance, Mr. Riley, I believe, was a lot bigger than the student was. So it's kind of hard thinking about here in Florida, we have the stand your ground law. If someone's bigger than you, you can feel threatened. But I think he was more so threatened from the perspective of what am I going to do with this student who literally would not let go and, and move on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it wasn't making it easier that, you know, you still had students a classroom full of students you know you got a number of them they have their camera phones out you know they're trying to capture this stuff so they can post it wherever or whatever they're going to do with it um but no one got up and said hey classmate you're wrong take a step back nobody in the video got up and said so where is the accountability but but that's the sad part nowadays before someone wants to intervene in a situation the first thought is first let me get my phone and capture the moment you know so yeah but i've been in situations where a a kid is won't they somehow some reason whatever reason that day they want to go back and forth with me and i ain't going back and forth with you (laughs) but they want to do it (laughs) 
And I, you know, they were okay. Let's keep. We can keep going. Let's let's do it. Let's stop class. Let's keep going back and forth. And eventually, somebody jump in and say, "Hey, yo, just shut up. Like, shut up. Like, you're not gonna win. I don't know why you think you're about to win this this situation. You're not. No matter what the outcome is, you don't win. Period." <laughs> and that's the thing I think as educators we have to think about you have the upper hand and I remember someone told me years ago you have the power of the pen mm -hmm. so while it's hard a lot of times to bite your tongue and not go back and forth we have to sometimes take a step back and say at the end of the day I can truly you can actually ruin a student's life with that pen yeah I remember I remember I had a young lady it was her first day being in my class she swung the door wide open and said, F you. Wow. <laughs> day one? First day. Day one. It's the first day of day class? Day one. She got a fresh 10-day suspension for the F you. Later, wow. later, she tried to recant and say she was talking to her friend in the class. But through the power of the pen, fresh 10-day suspension. Because I've had I've had students. It's typically your male students love to try their male teachers, mm -hmm. just to show them who's boss. And I will be honest. I used to. I was out in the portables when I taught high school, so we we're at like the edge of campus. A couple of students would exchange words, and I would used to say, "Let's go outside," and would actually walk to the door, open the door, and say, "Let's go." Knowing the student wasn't going to come outside, but yeah, yeah, to prove my point, they were like, Mr. Childs is crazy, <laughs> and I was young, I was crazy back then. No, I've done the yeah. same thing before. Damn. I've been like, Okay, you know what, we can do this. I started taking my earrings off. I said, Because apparently, you want to fight today, let's just let's go. Like, we, I mean, if that's what you want, because it seems like that's what you want to do, you told me you're gonna beat me up. Let's just try it. Let's see what. Let's see where it goes and who wins today. <laughs> I don't got time for this no more. And then again, like you see, Chris, they just go, "Oh yeah, they're crazy." Okay, I'm just playing. Like I was just, you know, I'm feeling some type of. Way. Then they want to give the real. Oh, you know, I was having a bad day. Uh, <laughs> like, it's funny you say you take your earrings off. I was the same way, and I used to tell my students, "Meet me." You know, there's a lot of students. I don't want to miss class. Well, I tell them, "Meet me at the flagpole at the school." I go old school. Meet me at the flagpole. <laughs> Not the flagpole. <laughs> so do do y'all think this? Like I know this situation right here was. I mean that. I mean it went to blows. Like how how prevalent is? I mean throughout the country right now. Like is this happening more often than not? Not to this extent, but I'm sure there are children out there trying their teachers verbally. Right. Like, but I guess how much is it happening to this extent where it will go to blow? Disrespect happens every single school, every single day at some level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To to the level of uh, going to blows, not necessarily, but the level of disrespect, teachers being cursed out happens every single day. Administrators getting cursed out every single day. Do y'all think and tell me your opinion on this. Is it more so coming, just is it innately in the child, you think, to act this way or behave this way? Or is it more so, I'm in, I want to do it in front of my his, his or her peers in the class to, I guess. I believe it's a mix of both. 
for some, they want to show out in front of their friends. For some, they may be dealing with other issues. And then for some, when you meet their parents, you see where the foolishness comes from. Because mm-hmm. there was a situation last year where um, one of the students, I had a co-teacher and one of the students, some reason, I forget the situation, kind of start going up on her, called her out her name. So she said, okay, well, let's go. You can, uh, you and this this B, I think he called her B, said, you and this B, we're going to walk up the hall and we're going to talk about it. So as they're walking up the hall, now that it's people in the hallway watching, he says, you know what, if you wasn't a female, I'd knock you out or I'd slap, like start saying extra stuff. And we're just like, well, wait a minute, you were apologizing on the way out the door. But now that y'all halfway up the hall, now now you would do more if she wasn't a female. That audience really hypes people up and makes them feel like they gotta be somebody that they're not, or they gotta do some extra stuff. But I feel like ultimately, at the end of the day, a lot of these kids, a is like you said, like is where they're coming from. Like this is what they didn't grow up like. Like the parents can't control them, or this is what their house looks like just on a regular basis. It's not even about control. It's about this is the norm. Or they got other stuff going on and something happened that day and they blew up and you blew up and it was a bad, it just, everybody was on the wrong side of the bed that day. Just like Mr. Riley. I mean, who knows what type of day he was having before that even happened, right? Like outside of school. And I think a lot of students try to mask um, their academic inequities with acting out in class or showing their behind or, or mouthing off at the teacher or whatever, as opposed to getting help and going about it the right way. It's like they try to mask that with, with this. You made two good points. One, we don't know what that teacher was dealing with that day because I have seen instances where teachers actually escalate the situation more than the student. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the adult needs to be the adult in the room and say, Hey, I'm not going to let it go down that road as opposed to constantly poking the student who, you know, is already has already been provoked for some reason. I think, you know, but the interesting thing is I, when I did my student teaching, my master teacher was also a part of MFA. Um, and it was awesome that, I mean, we were in a rough school. I mean, this school rough. Um, to a point where that's where I got all the experience that I needed, like for teaching. Period. I didn't. I if I didn't get any other experience in any other uh, low income urban area, like that's all I needed. <laughs> and watching her interact with these kids on a daily basis, being disrespected, being tried, being cussed out, and she was so calm not passive calm, not like timid, not I'm being ran over or, you know, like I'm, I'm, um, I'm weak, uh, calm, but just cool, calm and collective. Just like, clearly you're angry. You want to talk about it? No, you don't want to talk about it. Okay. You don't have to talk about it with me. Do you want to talk about it with somebody else? Like, Okay, so I'm going to be more names. Well, I'm calling you by your first name. Why don't I get this? Like, and it was no matter what happened, I've never seen anything like it in my life because I try. And when stuff catches me off guard, I have to ball my fist up and say, whoo, one, two, three, four, five, six, five, four, three, two, one. Like, it didn't matter what happened. She was just calm. And I tried my best to try to embody that. So even in situations that you just want to go off, you want to respond, you want to do the back and forth. You just kind of have these very 
just collected responses where, you know, it's like, well, okay, so what are we going to do about it? You clearly feel some type of way. Um, I can't do anything about that. Do you want to leave? Do you want to stay? If you stay, you got to be quiet. Like, you know, giving ultimatums, it, it's, it definitely, I feel like, saves you from getting to those situations. But of course, like you said, depending on how I'm feeling that day or depending on what I'm going through, I might not be able to do that. But it's something that I definitely try to do as much as possible. Now, I know you, both of you all said that y'all have been tried mm -hmm. in the classroom before, right? Is it typically the same student or is it different students that may try different things? It depends a lot of times also on the class dynamics because you have some students who gives every single teacher issues throughout the entire day. But then in some instances, it's just based upon, I, I look at it as adding fuel to the fire. My boy's in this class. We all just going to be that group of guys or that group of girls to give a teacher heck. So it just varies based upon personalities in the class and different things that are going on. It, from what y'all have saw in the schools that y'all been in, I'm sorry, Lila, you can answer in a minute, but this just came to my head. I'm sorry. But uh, do you think when the students are acting, I guess what I'm trying to get to, they're acting this way so much on a daily. I guess the punishment behind that. Do you think it's enough from where y'all sit and what you see for the student? Like, is the punishment that enough? That varies. That, that varies from school to school, depending on what type of systems they have in place. Do they have a dean? You know, do we even have a place to, to take, like, how many admins do we have on campus? It really varies because I've been at schools where we don't have a real system. I've been at schools where there is a system. I've been at schools where the whole point is to avoid suspending kids. So they do everything in their power to avoid suspension and try to do every other thing that may not be as effective based on the way it's being implemented. So it's just, I feel like it depends on the severity of, of what happened for sure. But also at the same time, it, it, it's going to depend on that school and, and the, the values that they have in terms of what they actually want to do or um, implement as consequences. And while the consequences do deter some students, at times teachers just have to ac exercise different strategies for dealing with disrespectful students. And a couple of strategies, as we've talked about over the course of this episode, sometimes you just have to lose the battle. We're fighting a war here sometimes in 180 days, a typical school year. Sometimes just lose the battle and move on. They Don't take it personal. A lot of times you never know where that disrespectful place is coming from. So as an educator or a teacher, don't take it personal. Stay calm. I like how Lila pointed out that point earlier. A lot of times when you stay calm, it kind of even makes them angry, but then they kind of calm down themselves because they're not getting the intended reaction they thought. One of the strategies I like to use is just pause. Pause in a moment and reflect what is going through the student's mind for him or her to act in a disrespectful manner. And then lastly, move on. Like refrain from enforcing the consequence for now. Just continue doing what you're doing and just move on for the situation and don't empower that student in that situation. Be curious, not furious. <laughs> As we start to wrap up this topic of disrespecting educators, 
Any final thoughts, Lila and Jadrian? Um, I mean, it's it's tough. I feel like anybody at any point in time, you can be tried. You just gotta have to know where your limits lie and how you intend to react despite the student, despite what they say. Like what are what are your steps for reaction in those moments? And then more more importantly, how are you being proactive so that you can build relationships with your students so that they don't have those that you don't have those situations come up as frequently when you know your kids and they know who you are and they know, oh yeah, Miss Nerd, don't play that. You don't get tried as often. Because <laughs> a lot of the things that some teachers tell me happen have happened to them in other classes with certain kids, I'd be like, oh, me and her, we cool. Like, we get along. So you got to really build those relationships. Um, and then just be aware of how you, as an individual, may potentially react to situations like that. Yep. Every action doesn't, you know, deserve a reaction. Um, you know, as educators, we're the, we're where it starts and stops in the classrooms and the schools every day. You know, we are the adults. Um, you know, we set the precedence for our classrooms every single day. Um, so that's how we need to come off every day. That's what that's what it needs to look like. Um, everything just you don't react to everything. Be the bigger person. Be the bigger person. You know, we are the adults here. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can kind of minimize some of this stuff from state to state and school to school to where, you know, it doesn't happen um, as much going forward and one of the last things i would like to say is one of the strategies i use with students when i know they're having a bad day or it seems like negativity is just vibing with the student i ask them what can i do to make your day better now i'm putting the honest back on this student to say hey mr childs actually cares about me what can i actually do better now that he's put this on the table for me Educators have a simple job to educate students. They don't deserve to be deal with rude students that try to make their lives difficult. I'm going to say that one more time. Educators do not deserve to deal with rude students who try to make their lives difficult. Period. Point blank. Support educators. Stop disrespecting them. They are there for you to help you have a better life and to learn something. If you want to. If you have something negative to say, write it down and keep it to yourself. Otherwise, just be quiet and let them do their job. Yeah, spot on. Which leads us today to our inspirational moment. This inspirational moment is designed to inspire educators as they deal with the ups and downs of education. Today's educational moment is brought to you by the one and only Mrs. Lila. Um. I actually want to take the, a word that Chris used and um, it was support, to support educators. Um, there's so much support available for us that A, we don't always see or feel um, and that we don't know is available to us, Where whether it be students, teachers, administrators, parents. Uh, I really want to emphasize the teacher-to-teacher -teacher support that we need um, within our class, within our schools. 
we're dealing with all of these things, whether it be interacting with parents, whether it be, you know, student disrespect, whether it be standardized tests, you know, taking attendance, which doesn't seem like a big thing, but trust me, it is. Um, you know, all of these things that we deal with on a regular, we need support from one another more than anything. We can't expect the support from our administrators all the time, but I know what it's like to be in your classroom. No, I'm not there. No, I don't teach what you teach. No, I don't have your teaching style, but I know what it's like to be in a classroom or in your classroom with those kids that you have. So I, out of all people, should know what it's like to need support and to um to to want somebody to reach out and to ask how your day was, to want somebody to reach out and tell you how great of an educator you are or what you heard from another student about me and my class. Support one another. Um, reach out to your parents for support. I know I was given the homework some weeks ago to call some parents. Ooh, look at me. I, I brought it up. Nobody had to bring it up for me. <laughs> yeah, to call at least five parents, and I did. And it was so amazing because I didn't realize how much support I had. You know, all I was hearing was a lot of the, the issues or the concerns when really and truly there was a whole squad of parents behind me rooting for me supporting me kids saying great things and unfortunately we all know how that negative oftentimes over overshadows um the positive and we we get we get down on ourselves and we start to punish ourselves and feel like we're not good teachers but we got to find all of those realms of support support each other write a quick note to one of the teachers at your school and put it in their mailbox um put something on the whiteboard in the faculty you know lounge that says something positive for people start a campaign for positivity around your your school do something that's going to make teachers feel good about what they do and want to continue waking up every single day because we know we're in a very thankless job we don't get thanked every day. Um, yeah, some of us do, but not everybody does. And we need to hear from somebody, even if you're not in my class, even if you don't see me teach, you know I'm making an impact because I know you're making one. So let me know that, that you believe in me, even if on those certain days, I don't feel like I believe in myself. Support each other. Awesome. Awesome. I think Lila awesome. said it best. You all, we all need to support each other each and every day, period. Thank you all for tuning in to the Inspiring Educators podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with the newest podcast posts. We'll see you all the next time. We out. Okay. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Every time.